All right, so guys, bad news. Nigel broke his ass, so he can't sit down anymore. Oh, that's so, yeah. I got a standing desk. I, have a standing I got desk. a standing desk. Look at this. Look at this. He's and now, actually. And now you oh, see you're a POV. It. And now you see a Show POV it. of Show Kalina it. when she upsets Nigel. Uh, that's Kalina. That's Kalina. <laughs> that's Kalina once a year when she ha when she has to go down on Nigel. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Welcome to the GMCD podcast, uh, season two, episode two. Um, slash episode 14, if I'm not correct on that. Uh, yes, I would say yeah. so until I'm proven wrong. I should roughly be correct. Uh, should roughly be correct. I, I just thought of something else. I can go on a little rant here as well. Okay. Um, how have you guys been doing this week? What have you guys been up to? This month even, it's been a while. Oh uh, yeah, it's episode 14, I just checked. Uh, so what have you been up to this month, Nigel? Apart from breaking your ass. How'd you break your ass, by the way? I sat too long. No, but on a penis. Wait, seriously, you have hemorrhoids, though, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. And you guys both have fucking hemorrhoids. You get better fucking assholes, to be honest, please. Like, come on. <laughs> one day, sorry, one day I went to this... We were just hanging out after class, and I had work, and I was like, oh, yeah, let's go to your place. I'll chill there before work or whatever, so I didn't have to go home or anything. This guy goes into the toilet, and he just stays there. Like, we get we get to his house, he goes to the toilet, and he's just shitting for, like, an hour and a half. And I, I don't see him before I go to work again. He's just shitting... <laughs> His fucking ring up. Like, that's, what the fuck's that about? I mean, that's the life of a, a chronic hemorrhoidian. Const a hemorrhoidian. constipation. Is it? Hemorrhoidian. Mm -hmm. but, but do you have, like, a, kind of a condition? Or it's no, like. I just. I think I, I had it for a while, but, like, I didn't realize until, like, one time where I just. They don't know, they don't know what hemorrhoids is in Syria. They're just, you can only get hemorrhoids if you're gay in Syria. That's what they say. Oh my that's what the Quran actually The Quran actually says that. <laughs> no, when, when you're Jesus. Gay, when you're gay in Syria, you can just get like ISIS. That's that's what what happens to you. But yeah, it's uh, uh, it hurts. Yeah. One time it just hurts, and the shit just didn't want to come out of my ass. So I had to. <laughs> so I had to go handheld for that bitch. Handheld. What <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to this month? What have you been up to? Uh, uh, same old thing. Just been working on. Cool. Cool. I, I, had some, uh, I did a, cool. I did a shitty D grade cover of Satisfaction. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yes. Oh, for your minor? Yeah, I didn't. I, uh, I didn't play it yet for my for my teacher. But all right, let's hear let's hear it after the pod then. Then you can put it. Hey, in. What are you even doing for your minor? Like, what is your uh, final goal? I'm doing an album, an anal bum. Cool. So 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 it's just. Music. That's it. Yeah. Mucus. That's not CMGT related. That yeah, is. Oh. I mean, it's just music. Yeah, but that's it's a music school. Are you dissing Ruben? No, no I'm not kidding. Yeah, Nigel. <laughs> Are you dissing Ruben? <laughs> Who makes music in Saxion except for you, dude? Well, well, like, people, like a student, there's, a, there's a good few people actually. Is there? I can think of. A, I think I think of around ten that do audio. So. Shut your fucking whore mouth, Nigel. Hey, I take it back. I take it back. I didn't know. I didn't exactly. know. I had a pretty cool month. Uh, my first game got released that I worked on professionally, so that's pretty cool. Uh, what was it? What's the game called? Stubbs a zombie in Rebel without a pulse. Is what it's called. No, that's a shitty game. Yeah, shit yeah, the fuck up. I what are you? What are you working on? Oh, what are you working on? Like fucking? I can drive a race car fast. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, uh, your game looks pretty cool. 
Another cool thing, uh, I'm not working on it, but we got announced, my company got announced as being the new developer of Surviving Mars, which is from a Bulgarian studio, Nigel. Hey, MM1 Games, let's go. So we've taken over development from them on new content and DLC, so that's pretty yeah. pretty dope. Um, what else did I do this month? Oh, yeah. It's kind of died, but... I think the picture that I sent to Mom, if you can get it up, in the DMCT uh, channel... Oh. Is better. Oh. Sent it to me on Snapchat, so I can I can't. No, I sent it in the channel as well, right? Did you? I, oh, maybe I didn't. Let me grab it. Hang on, one second. He uh, sent it uh, on Instagram on your story. Oh yeah, that's where you saw he, it. He sent it with a very cringy caption. Oh, I did a I did a thing. Today. I did do I did do a thing today. I did a did a thing today. I did. Sure. Do I did. Ro, Ro, I did a thing today. Did you put a little picture on your hair? I did it for my cock. <laughs> Also, uh, <laughs> I also got a uh, fucking um, some beard oil today. You got some a little beard today? Some beard oil. Oh, beard oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it keeps it nice and moist okay. and uh, promotes growth. It will still oh, okay. not make your beard grow. Just saying that. Yeah, but it's still. It actually feels like a lot nicer today. So. It's still soft. Does it feel soft? You'll always still have a shit yeah. beard. Just saying. Uh, you'll always have a shit life. Sorry, sorry to tell you. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll take a shit life with a full beard. That's a sad outlook. Do you have some new headphones, Rom? No. Well, I've had these for since I moved to Eindhoven. I've had these. Got these like two days. Oh, okay. Okay. okay um, you know this. You know the stream is gone now, come on, right? No, it's not gone. So fucking unprofessional. Oh my god. I'm just gonna keep it. You know you can just drag things into OBS, right? And then Well, if you add an image, but that will fuck up the stream. Blum sure. I'm just gonna keep it like this. Please don't. Like you guys see, it's gone now. I need to get it uh, bleached again on Saturday because it's supposed to be kinda white, so it's a bit too yellow at the moment. Okay, you can switch it back now. Thanks. Oh, my, my mouse is broken for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to stare at myself for the whole fucking podcast, right? Damn, look at look at the beard here. Nice. Pretty, pretty, uh... Do you, do you trim it? You do you have, like, some trimmers? Something? Trim. Just use the scissors. Wait, wait, do, you, do you know one of those weird uh, rollers I've seen? Uh, they have, like, some small needles on it or whatever. They, they, you just... Arrow, arrow. <laughs> <laughs> you go over it with the beard and you it's You just like, get it all up on your face, like, oh... Inject it right into your oh. right, you can switch it back to our logo now. Like fucking hell! <laughs> no, no, this is this is the logo. This is the logo. Yeah, this is the new logo. I'm gonna replace. I'm gonna have this as the, the channel art for them. Put, for, until put, the next put Spotify ads on his eyes. Okay, there we go. There we go. All right. Uh, so that's pretty much been my month. Um, so I'm gonna do something kind of interesting today, uh, along with the recurring segment that we remembered to do. The first one ever we've actually remembered to do, which is the Hall of Fame, which is what we're going to bookend the show with. Um, we're going to, we, well, we didn't have any ideas this week, to be honest. Um, nice. What we're going to do is pitch our ideal uh, video game that we want to make, and then we're each going to give it a score out of 10, and then the winner um, gets a blowjob off Nigel's girlfriend. Hey, shut the fuck up! What the fuck? I joke, the winner actually gets a blowjob off Nigel himself. Because <laughs> Nigel can't suck his own dick. So, we've you got... Go first? You want to go first? 
No, no, no. Well, sh shouldn't we like time lapse this somehow? Like in edit, in post? Uh, I don't... You have to Whoa. pitch it on the spot. Pitch it on the spot. Bro, how, how am I supposed to think of a whole game on the spot? Well, you're trying to be a professional game developer, aren't you? Oh, man. Mm. No, you go first. Rob, you already have an idea? I have a rough idea. All right. So, here we go. Uh, how long should we get each? Like three minutes? Five minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes? That's a, okay, that's a lot of time. Um, all right. So, when I was in high school, I was just a young boy. Four years ago. <laughs> Already hate it. Shut the fuck up. Why does it say Irwin Cam in your top corner, by the way? Irwin Cam? Irwin.com? Irwin. Not Irwin. Who's, who's, who's Irwin? He's, spo he's sponsoring the podcast. Um, Irwin's like your fucking... Irwin's your real dad, you know? The don He's the donor. So anyway, your game. <laughs> okay, so yeah, when I, was in school, when I was in school, at least my favorite subject was history, right? Um, and then when I got to high school, I really got interested in Irish history, especially when we were in war at the time. Not like World War II, we didn't take part in World War One. We had our own wars, basically. Um, and I also really like Assassin's Creed because it explores times in history you can kind of roam around or whatever. So, like, realistically, like, my... Game could just be an installment in the Assassin's Creed games. However, I wouldn't want it to be like the new Assassin's Creed games. I want it to be like the old ones, Assassin's Creed Two, basically, and uh, Brotherhood Revelation. So, so, so before they added a lot of RPG stuff in before it, they, yeah, before they ruined it, yeah, uh, before they ruined it with boats, in my opinion. The downfall of the Assassin's Creed franchise Ooh. is is pirate ships. What you think? No, you think Assassin's Creed that is the shittest game? That is the shittest one. That's the worst one. Oh my, that's actually Assassin's one of the best. Assassin's Creed Four is one of the best. It's the worst. Assassin's Creed Four is the worst Assassin's Creed game. Oh, we had one of the best boat fighting mechanics. Yeah, but that's not Assassin's Creed. That's fucking That's Pirates of the fucking it's Caribbean, history. Michael. But it's history. Pirates of the fucking Caribbean. All right. That so so. So you play, so in your game, you play as a potato farmer? Well, let me it? fucking explain to you what my game is, Nigel. And then we'll hear about, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever, like, how sex in my sister simulator you're going to make, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead, go ahead. Hey, you have time, you have time, come on. I do have time. Is anyone actually tracking how long I've been going for? Well, you have two minutes, yes. Two minutes left. Or gone. Are they already gone. Fucking okay. Um, so, basically... My game would sort of take place in a, a eight-year period, right? So it could be multiple games. Basically, it's about the Irish. It starts with the Easter Rising, nineteen sixteen, in Ireland. You play as this sort of lowly guy who's so he takes up arms in the Rising. In real life, the Rising was a failure. Everyone got arrested and sent to jail in Wales and England. So that's sort of the, the very initial tutorial, basic controls. The Rising is where you learn all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Then you go to prison. In Wales, now this is where a lot of the lowly kind of people, the lower people that didn't really have much sway, that's where they became the leaders, actually, of the rebellious movement while they were in prison. So your guy would sort of rise up in the ranks and become not a leader, but sort of like a very close associate of one of the leaders, probably Michael Collins, who's a real guy, who was like the, one, the leader of the army, basically, when we got back. Hmm. Um, so from there, we had a war of independence against the British. Uh, I've... Michael Collins, this guy I mentioned, had this thing called the Collins Squad. It was him and 12 assassins. 
They would take out British soldiers. They would basically do his bidding for him. My idea would be you'd be a very high-ranking member of that squad. Um, and then the gameplay would just be sort of third-person action, um, mostly with gunplay like pistols, but also hand-to-hand combat, um, kind of open world in Dublin. Um, Dublin and then countryside, basically, in the 1920s. It really um, sounds like a Assassin's Creed Syndicate. That's a fucking idiot. Yeah, but it's just you change the story. That's it. But the mechanics are there. They're the same mechanics. Cool. The one that you're spewing out right now. Well, so I, 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 I've never played that one, so... Oh, okay. Um, I, thought, I thought you were a professional gamer. My bad. No, I'm a professional game developer. Unlike, unlike some people oh. in this channel, you know? Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't mean to be game developers, so yeah, you just roasted yourself. Sure. Well, Nigel, Nigel is. So. Nigel is a game <laughs> artist. Same thing. Well, I'm, not a, I'm not a developer then either, right? I'm a producer, sure. You, you pretentious <laughs> douchebag. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, and it would basically just be like that kind of third person action mixed between Assassin's Creed, maybe Uncharted, etc., etc. Southern Ireland during the wars. So it's going to be very story driven. What's his love interest? What is his love interest? The country? Is that the love interest? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, maybe, maybe to add a little bit of intrigue, his love interest is, a, is an English girl. <gasps> Yo! Let's go! And it's like forbidden, and he's like trying to hide it from his boys in the army, you know? You see this? This is money yeah. coming out. And then eventually you have to make the choice to execute her or run away to England with her at the end. <laughs> execute her, Jesus. And if you don't execute her, I'll send I'll send my squad to your house. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my pitch. I think the setting is like pretty perfect for a game. There's a ready-made like real history of the Colin squad where you can slot in as a higher-ranking associate that are we're all, you know, they're known, but they were fairly faithless in the grand scheme of history. Um, that you can start into really easily. And then there's like many historical events which you can draw from if it wasn't going to be open world, if it was more like Mafia 2, which I'm playing right now, um, where it just goes through the chapters kind of like, we've, there's, I think there's like six in Sundays which have been branded Bloody, Bloody Sunday in Oregon because of like murders that have gone, like mass murders. So like one interesting one could be one morning, uh, the Colin squad like assassinated three or four high-ranking British officials in Dublin. And that was the day of the All-Ireland uh, football final, mm-hmm. which is like the biggest sporting event in the country. Um, the British that day got a tip off that some of the Colin squad were in the crowd. Now, it was highly likely they were in the crowd, but it was a crowd of like 30,000, 40,000 people, right? So big scenes. They yeah. drove onto the pitch and they just started to shoot indiscriminately into the crowd and they killed one player. So that would be, like it's a horrific day in Irish history, but it's would be an interesting place to put you, particularly as a member of the Colin squad. So that's just one of many instances that I could think of. And um, yeah, Dublin would be a cool city to uh, to look at as well. Because back in the day, even more so, like it was really close to countryside. Um, and the war was really famous for like guerrilla warfare tactics. So mm-hmm. British people and then they would, British soldiers, they would sort of rush down. So that would make it a bit more realistic to be, you know, a lot of games like this one-man army. It wasn't quite that extreme, but here it's more realistic because it would have been, you know, 30, 40 British soldiers versus maybe 8 to 15 Irish soldiers, right? So it makes it a bit more realistic if you're sort of storming a base with your, on your own or with limited numbers as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a game that I want to make eventually. I don't know what the market would be like because it's obviously a pretty niche part of history, but I would buy it and play it. So The thing about this, okay, so should we start with the judgment, the judgment part and review? 
of the page? Sure. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Okay, so I'm going to start with in terms of uh, I think I think this this game has a very interesting story because it's an unexplored territory of Irish history that a lot of people are 100% unaware of, in my opinion. Because, for example, right now you just told a lot of big part of big moments in Irish history, and uh, I think this is super interesting. Uh, and as we haven't seen this in the game world, mm-hmm. um, and to explore that would be very interesting. However, I'm thinking, how are you going to manage those very like harsh topics and harsh scenes? Uh, how would people take it? I think, I think, in my opinion, controversy sells. If you have controversial mm-hmm. scenes like that, like Call of Duty Modern Warfare, where they did like a terrorist attack in the middle of uh, yeah. uh, Piccadilly, if you remember that, if you guys remember that scene, mm-hmm. uh, these are some very like key moments that makes you like, oh wow, that's. I'm not sure that it would have to be managed per se, because like, wasn't like, uh, for example, Black Ops um, is during the Vietnam War. Or, I think yeah. the first one or the second one. I'm not sure, or the new one. I don't know. Um, one of them is part, part of, uh, taking part place during the Vietnam War, and that's more recent than these events. Yeah, you know, so maybe, and this is kind of fucked up, but it could be true. That controversy stems from America, one hundred percent, always, and maybe because there's white people in this game, they're going to be more outraged by it than Vietnam because they're Asian people. I don't know. Maybe I'm putting words in their mouth, but that's as we've seen recently. That's happening in the U.S. A lot of violence towards Asian people. Yeah, maybe it's a factor that there will be more controversy because it's white people. But I don't really see that as a risk overall, to be honest. To the project, yeah. and like, let's say you would definitely get advisors in. I would say about it, like, okay, are we at risk here? And then you know, work with people, see what it would be. But like, I think it's as much risky as it is any assassination or war game. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I'm. I'm not sure. I don't think that would be a factor. Okay, so my okay, I'll give a quick review. In my opinion, because of the story, because I imagine the story is going to be very powerful, it's going to be like the key key factor in selling this game. Yeah. Um, I think, but in terms of mechanics, it didn't really show anything new, in my opinion. So here's my so that's a factor that I sort of live with all the time. I have no desire to create something new mm. in my career. My desire is to do something that I think is good, the best. So I want to take something that works and just make it really, really good. Like, just make it like that is the best version of that thing. So, like, that is the best action adventure game with you know those mechanics, right? This is how this is how you view your uh, project. Like, I don't really want. Like, I'm not that pushed about saying, "Oh, I invented this brand new mechanic." I would rather say have people say that was like a great game instead of like that innovated like both are perfectly reasonable goals right that's just not my goal hmm. i'm gonna so, get yeah, this. Not, it doesn't remove the criticism it, i just want to give you my justification yeah, yeah, yeah. i think in, in terms of your pitch i'm gonna give this a i i personally am biased towards story games and very cool atmospheres and historical events i'm mm-hmm. gonna give this a eight out of ten 8 out of 10. I feel like the story could be very powerful about the, the, the little cool plot twist of the his love interest is an English girl. But it will be very... Because <laughs> the accents would be super different. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what if, what if she kept it a series she did, like, a very bad Irish accent? Oh, no, no. Or something yeah. like that. Well, there could be some hijinks there where she, like, pretends to be Irish or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. Anyway. But uh, so, I think, mom. yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Umam. Tell me. Tell us your opinion. As Nigel said, I like the story a lot. It's like 
something that we have not really seen. Maybe, I don't know if there's movies or TV shows about it, but there's... There's movies about it, yeah, for sure. There's some really good movies about it. We should watch them sometime. Uh, but I am not with the idea that it's an open world game, because if your goal is to tell that story uh, really well, people will be lost, such as... Because, uh, like, you cannot... So I'm not in love with that idea of it being open world, by the way. Like, I'm open to, to making it, like I mentioned, chapter... Like semi-open world, like Mafia, where you have your chapters that you live in and the world is a bit different per chapter. So I'm not in love with the fully open world idea, by the way. Just... You can also do it the way that Mafia Definitive Edition does it. It's an open world game, but like you can't do anything there other than just go from A to B to continue the story. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The Mafia 2 Definitive Edition is what I'm playing right now. Yeah, because yeah. as much as I love the Assassin's Creed games, uh, they're like... Probably my favorite series of video games because, like, I grew up playing. I grew up playing uh, Prince of Persia, and then when that died, Assassin's Creed came in, in like in place of it, and I just played that a shit ton. Uh, mm -hmm. The only thing that I hate about it is that it's it's open world, and it's an, a filled open world because I played Assassin's Creed Unity for like a year, but I only progressed in the story like ten percent. I don't understand how you only progress ten percent because I just. <laughs> I started the game and then like uh, the like the killing missions, uh, they're like they always generate even if you like hundred percent. Yeah, but you can just ignore them. Well, there's I'm the top player. It's like okay, it's nearby me. Let me just go. Oh, that's me. that's on you then. To be honest, that's well, not on I'm a top of player that you also gonna maybe buy your game. So like that's that's my Fair perspective. Enough. Yeah, like I'm not in love with the open world idea. I do like the idea of side quests because there's certainly a lot of scope there to do interesting things with interesting characters like that are not necessarily because of the way the story was structured where you with Collins as the head of the army there was also like political figures like so it was very split into like he's the head of the army this guy called Arthur Griffith is the head of the the governmental like the more political movement to get independence right yeah. so there's definitely like I don't know if this was done I'm sure it was because he was a politician like you could definitely do jobs for let's say Arthur Griffith as well to do make stuff stuff happen that would further his political cause, you know, as well. Uh, so I will. I don't want to cut off the idea of side quests. However, I'm not opposed to saying it's only semi-open world. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'll my judgment of it is uh, probably like seven out of ten. But it also uh, like I expect it to be very not. I don't. I mean. Uncharted is action, but it's also like I want it to be the Last of Us Part Two type of action where there's blood and you can see like gruesomeness in it. I would be a fan for that particular. Like, I don't want to see like fucking intestines pop out, but just like, yeah, 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 I understand. But like not yeah, you want the realism here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think an important thing for gameplay wise would be because I mentioned the like, Guerrilla Warfare where it's very like slap bang, quick, small amount of men need to take out a big amount of men. I think. For a gameplay tech demo style thing, like the proof of concept for the gameplay, I would want to make an ambush. And what it would all be about design-wise is just nailing the feeling of we have less men, but we're getting them completely by surprise. Like that would be my ambition for like the first gameplay reveal, let's say, outside of a story trailer or whatnot. It's just like getting that feel correct. And maybe that would mean it's got to be first person as well. Like maybe the choice would have to be made to give that more realistic feeling of like your in this space, it might have to be first person, which, you know, obviously this is just a quick pitch, so none of the things I've said are 
set in stone, you know, the one thing that I would like to keep is just a story, basically, right? Everything yeah. else, I'm saying, like, if it turns out that it doesn't work, like, let's cut it. Like, I'm not in love with any of the gameplay ideas, except for the general, like, you know, it's an adventure game, action adventure game. Yeah. You're an assassin, that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. I've logged the scores there, so... All right, all right. Who wants to go next? Oh, Mom, you? I mean, the idea that I have is uh, Rob already knows about it because it's like a game that we... And Nigel, you also know about it. Uh, so it's not really <laughs> mine, but it's a game that I really want to make. The, the, the boy toy name in... Uh, uh, Wait, did you actually tell me this? I don't remember it. You boy toy? I know we've talked about it, but I don't actually remember what it is. Is this double D 3D or... No, 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 no. Okay, okay. So... Uh, a while ago in i think it was first year uh rob and and i and Nigel. oh and yeah is this the the group that we made yeah yeah the yeah, group yeah. project we were gonna do yeah. oh so that was mine and ekin and kevin's idea right with that work yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but we we elaborated on it uh mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i wanted to add something to it that you guys weren't a fan of but uh, if I was to do it myself, like if I was the director of the game, that's how I would do it. So it's basically about uh, a little boy who loses his toys and then finds a portal underneath his bed where he goes and uh, find his toys. And his toys, like he lo he loses like four toys and they're different. Like right, there's man. a chef toy, there's a teddy bear, there's a ninja toy. So every toy I remember has, this now. But he mm -hmm. has to collect. Uh, it's actually like to cut you off. This was like partially my idea, so it's going to be difficult for me to score it low. But this is actually a really good idea. Yeah, it might. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the, the idea is like every world where you have to uh, collect the toy is like themed around that toy. Uh, so you go back, you go in, in the portal, and uh, the guy who steals the model is called the Toy Master, and then you find out there's a backstory with the Toy Master. Um, but, I think that's relevant. Can you elaborate? Like, if you don't remember, I can. But no, I remember it. So okay. the, the toy master reveals himself to be like a, a kid who just didn't get any toys. Uh, so he becomes jealous of like other kids getting toys. So he just like invents this portal to like to steal all the toys and make make them like basically slaves for him. Uh, and like the the. And the climax in like a giant play playroom area with like a shit ton of, it's it's just a cool game. So what I what I, what I, what I well, mechanically though you got what well, is it mechanically for people that don't know? Okay, so if I remember correctly, there was a ninja, uh, so that teaches you how to like uh, maneuver. What's the base? What's the basic gameplay? Like the, just the base. Uh, it's mostly is it like, like what was the genre basically? Yeah. It's. Uh, how do you how do you call a game like Mario Odyssey? 3D, 3D platformer. Is it a three D platformer though? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're, we're gamers. We know these. A three D. There's also another game called Going Under. It's also in that style as well, uh, which is like three D, but not not top view and not asymmetrical. It's I don't know what to describe it. It's not even a platformer. It's, it's like Psychonauts. I don't know if you played it. Psychonauts? Anyone? No. Yeah, it's a 3D. That is a platformer. That is a platformer. Yeah, that is a platformer. That's, that's, what a, that's a, a 3D platformer. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. There's yeah. not a lot of platforming. It's mostly fighting. Uh, so, like, you fight in an area, and then, like, you progress to another area that where, like, the fights. I can flash it in. Yeah, kind, kind of thing. Uh, and my idea was to make the game uh, 
like first of all gory and uh the the, the main character has a foul yeah i still fundamentally disagree with you about this uh well that's why <laughs> this is my hey, it's his idea hey no i know i know i'm just I'm just saying all right i'll let you talk uh so his you uh the, you have a companion in the game which is ted uh uh it's your teddy bear that as soon as you go into the portal he becomes theodore and his first words is like what the fuck is going on like in front of a little kid and uh what i i just wanted to like get fucking the game with the squirrel was it uh bad day something for Furks bad day what the fuck was it called um uh, there's a game with a squirrel who is a foul mouth and also an alcoholic that's oh the- <laughs> what? I remembered it. I Is remember. It I remember. Wait, wait, Go ahead, run. Sorry. Basically, I, I don't know what game we're talking about, but I guess what you're referring to is like the the animal characters from um, the Wolf Among Us, like one of the piggy, one of the little piggies. It's called. Wait, no, I know. Conquers oh. Bad Fur Day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, and that's and I, I I didn't play it, but like I always watched gameplays of it because it's like oh it's a game that I shouldn't be playing. There's a lot of cussing, a lot of uh, a lot of Uh-oh. a lot of uh, stinky shit. I also like the contrast of it, like being cartoonish style. So that's what I want to make. I want to make like a, another cartoonish style, like very looking kid friendly game, but also just has a shit ton of swear words, like a lot of gore and like just. Uh, I know it, it won't be appealing to the to the mass audience, but uh, but I think it could be a hard sell, period. Like uh, to get published, even for me in general, I don't want to make ideas that are popular. I want to make ideas that are either okay, but like you want to make ideas that are releasable, right? Well, it's still releasable. Because because of because of the contrast, because of the story but, and the well, genre. just no, just because you're actually playing as a child, that that's risky. To be honest, it's but, not. Like even... It's not going to be released for children. It's going to be a force. No, I know, but you're actually playing as a child. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying, it may. They're they're like even Steam would take that down. I think. How 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 did Alice Madness release? You're not you a child. You're not a child. Not. You're you're aren't you a child? Aren't you no, like? No, no, you're not a child. You're like a teenager, but still. She's like, but she looks like a grown up, right? So. Put, put a beard on a kid. I don't fucking know. Anyway, let's come on. Anyway. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, that's it. That's my pitch. Uh, so, Toy Boy. All right, I can go first. Yeah, obviously I like the initial idea. The issue I have is, of course, that I don't think it's sellable. Um, I don't mean popular. I just mean I don't think it's sellable at all. I don't, not that there will be people that will play it. I just feel like it will get taken off the marketplaces. You would have to put it out there for free is my issue. Okay. On your own website, distribute it yourself. So that's a negative for me. Um, I also just don't think that it's necessary. Like, I think the game is really solid without it. I think it's just sort of like ultra violence and vulgarity for the sake of it. Like, yeah, it's funny, but I think after a while it would, it's just, okay, that's what it is. And I think the game alone has broader appeal and is still equally as good without it. So for that reason, the original idea, I, was, I would give it nine. I'm going to bump this down to a seven. Just because of the issues with, I just think that adding the stuff that you added on top is a bit excessive. Cool. All right. I disagree with Rob. So um, okay, I think I think this game 
is sellable, Rob. So by sellable, I don't mean what people buy it. I just mean releasable. Mean? I mean why? releasable. Why, why would it be releasable? Because, of because it's really controversial, yeah. The, the themes that it explores while playing as a child. But there's also games like Postal who are successful now. Yeah, but you're not playing as a child. Well, it's, it's, trust me, I know you don't think it's a big difference, but in the, in the US, people would lose their fucking mind. Then trust we'll me. We'll make it I get it. Europe, Europe exclusive well, then. We're going to sell it in Australia. Even, dude, they're so strict on, on game ratings there. It's crazy. Yeah. They're insanely strict there. I think, I, I, think I, don't, I, like, I don't think it would be releasable by the USK, which is the German ratings board as well. Like, I don't think they would pass it. They're very strict too. It wouldn't be releasable in Japan, Australia. They would allow it to release in the US, but it would be wildly unpopular. So, yeah. I'm actually thinking of reducing mine to even a six now. Yeah, I'm changing my score to a six because you persuaded me that I actually think that that's even more of a negative point. So, so sorry, I don't want to interrupt anymore. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. So, okay, my opinion is if if you actually touch up on the story a bit more, maybe change, make the character. Well, you didn't elaborate at all on what the Toy Master story was, which I think you should, to be honest. Elaborate a bit on it. I just. Well, you didn't explain what he's like, you know, that he was actually just like rejected as a child, and this is like he was poor, he didn't get the toys he wanted, he was a reject, all this stuff, you know? Well, he just said, he, I think he said it. Yeah, I said like a bit. Oh, okay. Summarized, very summarized though. Okay. I think, I think it could be sellable if you manage to um, show the people what you actually, you know, here's the thing, I think people will always create controversy around a game that has like this kind of weird topics and like characters and whatnot. I think if you touch up a bit on the story or maybe think of something of the character, I don't know, like, so, I, I don't know why people would find it weird for- I also don't, it, it just, it, that's just the way it is. It's the reason but, but you there, can't- there, there are some games, there are some games that you play as a kid. But it's the reason you can't kill children in games as well. It's the same thing, thing you know? It's the same wait, you didn't, wait, Juan, did you mention that? Is you're gonna kill- No, 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 no. But, the, but you're murdering something as a child. That's the, that's the thing. Oh, I just feel like it's too controversial. Like, you're killing things as a kid. Like, if it's going to be gory and stuff, I just don't think that'll fly. Another thought I just had is I don't think the sympathetic villain is going to work with that stuff in as well, you know? To me, it becomes... And I'm persuading myself to lower the score again now, but I won't. I'll leave it at six. Like, to me, it turns a game from, like, this sort of thoughtful Toy Story-esque style thing into... But with a, with, with a very gruesome twist... Very dark no, twist. no, no, no. I, I don't think it's like that at all anymore. I think it's that, but it, it could be that. But like what you've done with it, and like this is kind of harsh. I'm trying not to like be. This is purely about the game. It's not about your idea. I think it turns it into a meme. Into a meme. Meme sells. Meme sells it. Yeah, but I'm not. When I say whether it's sellable, I'm not talking about whether it's sellable on mass. I'm saying whether this is going to create a, a shitstorm. You know. <laughs> And whether it's actually releasable, you know? Okay, okay. I get you. I know what you mean. So, yeah, that, like, that, I want to put it to a five, but I'm going to leave it at six. So, okay, again, my opinion is that if you touch up on the story a bit, maybe change the character. You don't play as a kid, you play as another toy, like the most valuable toy of that kid that's going to save his other toys or something. I think the game has a very interesting story and very fun it will it, I, I think it could be but how, but how does the gore and the gruesomeness not ruin that for you 
It doesn't. People like these these things, dude. But it's so. It's so. If you make it very goofy, you know, if you make it very goofy, if you make the gore, in my opinion, part of the comedy or just part of the human gore inside of toys, of course, it's gonna be like gore related to the toy itself. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, I, if you if you like emphasize on the funny part of these things and just the whole like world building, if you manage to play around with it a, a bit and then add the gore as in you know not gore actual gore but like just these very like brutal moments as part of the uh, the joke you know because you're playing this kind of game. Mm-hmm. I think I think it could sell. It could really remind people of these very old uh, 3D platformers that were. Uh, gory but very cartoonish again you know what I mean so you got a game like Mad World we might find it find it real quick it's called Mad World it's from Nintendo Wii super cool art style but super gory but it's all hidden between it's like yeah uh, the, like the black and white uh, the black and white yeah because it's because it's made to be looked like a comic mm-hmm. comic book like yeah. illustrations but it's executed pretty well there's a lot of rural moments but it's all you can barely see what the hell is happening because of the filter or whatever mm-hmm artistic expression they had um i think i think it's an interesting and just like an interesting world in this kind of market i don't know i think that's my opinion on it uh i'll give it a uh i think i'll give it an eight out of ten also if you think of also pretty cool mechanics with it some cool fighting stuff because if it's going to be hack and slash people really want to emphasize on like making combos making like crazy stuff with it yeah, oh, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. All right. That way, I forgot to put the total in. So how much is the total now between you? 14, 14 out of 10. I left it mine at 6, but it could be a 5, to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So it has come to my idea now, my pitch. All right. So, fellas, fellas, get ready for this. All right. Think. Imagine. Are you ready for this? You've had... Ma- We're ready. Anytime now. I'm ready. <laughs> ready. Three, two, one, pitch. Mad Max plus the Battle the Royale. Game. The movie of the, the game. game. The game, but specifically a part of the mechanic the of game the game. Was ass, to be honest with you. Hey, fish. Plus Battle Royale. Okay, listen. This is what I got. So, in, in Mad Max, the game, not the movie, uh, I really had fun driving the car around because you can do a lot of stuff with while driving the car because you have, like, this weird uh, person, which, uh, I don't know, like a weird deformed guy, uh, this part of this world, of course, and he helps you, you know, when you drive the car, he helps you, you know, uh, kill the other, uh, you know, enemies that are also driving with you, trying to stop you. It was super fun, but that's the thing, though. Like, that mechanic really... Uh, Captured the captured the essence of Mad Max because it's a lot of like scrapyard battles and stuff like that. But imagine, you know, in the visual style of let's say a more like a more cartoony Overwatch kind of stylized realism style, um, and battle royale. So you build your own car. You think of very cool like weapons, like gear and whatever, and you battle out in this like semi like you know a big open space. And right. you know, to the last car, car is standing. So you've got a lot of bumps. You got. You also have like a partner in the car that you can choose. Maybe he has different abilities. Maybe this partner will help you out in a different way. Could give you more health. Could repair faster. I don't know. You think of that, and you put, I don't know, like thirty people in one map, fight it out. 
I think it works pretty well. Simple. It's gonna it's gonna cost fifteen euros. Is it gonna be well, lots lots of expandability, new maps. That's a lot of money. New uh, new seasons. Is it gonna be Go the ahead. same uh, hand to hand combat as in Mad Max the game? Um, well, not necessarily. I assume you fought in the I assume you fought in the vehicles so. though. You, you, yeah, you fight with the vehicles, so but there's like, a lot of like coastal. It's like Twisted Metal, but in battle. It's a little bit. A little bit, so yeah. There's no like person fighting. You just play with the car. No, no, you you play the car. You just play okay, the car. But okay. the, but you can choose a person like a partner, like in Mad Max. Mm -hmm. But you cannot choose a person in Ma uh, choose a partner in Mad Max. But you have a partner that helps you out uh, while you drive the car. So he can like repair the car for you, do some shoot other people with some stuff. You can do that in that game. But you can choose a partner. So basically, the partner could be another character or something. I'm just shooting out ideas, but I think. Combining these two ideas could be a very sick game for like in the long term. Because because recently there was a game for the PS5 called Destruction All Stars, so it's kind of the same thing, but it's more character driven. Because okay. you 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 choose a character, the character has a specific car, and you drive with that. And it's again like Twisted Metal, you beat each other up with the car. But mine is Battle Royale, so it's gonna have more stuff in it. So, uh, in terms of marketability, I think, yeah, no, not marketability, but like in long term, we can add more, more gear, more interesting weapons, new maps, crossovers, I don't know, Twisted Metal crossover, Rocket League crossovers, guys, think about it. <laughs> this is a million dollar game right here. 15 euros, it's, it's a cheap entry. So, where do you get the 15 euro battle? Where do you get the 15 euro parts I got it? Well, because I think on launch, uh, it won't have a lot of stuff. Okay, so but I'm... like, how much do you think it's going to cost to make this game? I don't know. How the fuck should I? I'm just pitching out ideas. Then don't, pull the number out, then don't pull the number out of your ass. But, well, I, listen, like, if we make the game simple enough to so that people can buy it. Then just well, make it free, right? Just make it free to play. Yeah, could be free. Yeah. Or maybe we can have a little price entry. Like a price for entry, you know what I mean? Five euro. I mean, if you were able to make it as fun as Twisted Metal, I think uh, your game can survive free because then you can like sell the the weapon upgrades or like the skins or the gear uh, as a separate thing. But if I take the battle battle pass like scheme or method or I don't know how you call it, I think I think it could sell a lot. Like. You can sell the skins separately, but have a battle pass that also gives you skins and stuff like that. Like Apex Legends, for example. I actually, I, I like the idea, because like, there, there hasn't been a game like Twisted Metal since Twisted Metal, basically. And I remember how fun it was, even playing like co-op and like split screen on a sh fucking shitty screen. It was like, it was still so, so much fun. So I think adding that up with the Mad Max idea and uh, like the open worldness kinda of like the desert, yeah, uh, I think that that might work. Cause like in the Mad Max game, I, I haven't played it, but I did not see that there was a lot of focus on vehicular like uh, battles in it. Oh yeah, there there is a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I think a game just dedicated for that that would be really cool. So I really like the idea. I think if you nail the mechanics right, then uh, you can just put it out for free because then you'll like 
yeah, then the, the mechanics will speak for like how much fun the game is instead of like putting it yeah. behind a paywall. Um, that could be a thing, and, and I could like if you know hypothetically I had like a company and stuff like that and I had the budget, I could make it for free, but then I might have to keep out a lot of the content that's gonna come out, and I, you know, what I mean, yeah. just separate it from launch, and then yeah. when I launch the game, I'll add the other content a little bit in. Uh, like it opens uh, the door also for like a lot of collabs, just like what Fortnite is doing with like Marvel now. Yeah, exactly. Because like a lot. Man, of... Fortnite has some very weird collabs, man. How, how the hell? Why? Why would you put Alien in it? A lot. Of... It's weird. Travis Scott. Of... A lot of kids are. Yeah, like, and Travis. I want to play as that guy John Wick from Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, that and um, who? Do you guys see the Pokemon concert? The virtual Pokemon concert with Post Malone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I weird. That, weird, weird collapse happening. Yeah, you can do it with uh, Optimus Prime in this one. <laughs> but uh, we're so I think we're so out of touch with what the kids like these days. But yeah. either way, I feel like I know. But yeah, that was my pitch. I think there's a lot of room for like improvements in terms of mechanics, but I want that feel to be in it. <laughs> All right, come on. What's your what's your score? I would give it an eight out of ten. All right. Um, so I, so here, I've got a, a couple of scores that I will give and then I'll give my overall score. I Full think, scores. yeah, I got a couple of things because there's aspects of it that I want to rate, um, individually. I think, well, there's just two things I want to rate basically. There's like the marketability of it. It's like a nine out of 10. The potential to make money is a nine out of 10. However, for, for me, <laughs> I don't think it would be that fun. I don't think I would play it, to be honest. So that's like a 5 or 6 out of 10 for me. So overall, it's a 7 for me. Just because I just don't think it sounds that fun. However, I do accept that people would play it. So overall, for me, it's a 7. Because I think, money-wise, you're in a good spot. Um, but, if I make it for free. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think that, that requires more business, uh, more, more market research. TBD. Yeah, either yeah. either way, it is room to make money. Um, I don't know why I said I don't know why I said my score was fourteen out of fifteen. Well, uh, why uh, your score was fourteen out of fifteen? Well, it's fourteen out of twenty. Um, so yeah, like I, I think that there's definitely scope to make a lot of money there. I think the kids would definitely play it. However, I just don't like the mechanics mechanically vehicle battling. To me, would get old very. It sounds like it would get old very fast. So that's justification for my score. So fifteen out of twenty is a total for me and you, Nigel. So it's a tie. It's a tie. It's a tie at the top. Tie. So I guess Humam just gets to pick which one he he would play more. I guess oh, which one oh. he would prefer. Go ahead, Humam. Uh, even though I like the story of Rob's game more. Like it's more interesting, but the re because I like twisted metal myself, and because his game is free, then I might like I will jump. Well, in. I never said how much my game was going to cost. So well, it's not going to be free. Ooh, ooh, you, well, you don't know that. You don't know that. Are you opening really, your company, fellas? Are you going to gonna hire writers and make a story? All right, game for, for I'll free. All right. <laughs> so yeah, I will. I will go with 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 all due respect to your game, Rob. I will go with Nigel's idea All just right. because i grew up ah, let's fucking go <laughs> jesus got a strong disagree nice. i actually like 
so overall, even though the score says Nigel, like the overall score is like Nigel one, me two, you three. I think it actually goes. <laughs> like, even though you're the last, I think you're actually. I think Toy Boy, as a concept, the original one is actually first. Like the original concept <laughs> of Toy Boy without the gore and stuff. Like, well, it would have actually finished first because I would have given it a nine, right? Like, it would have actually the original concept of Toy Boy would finish with seventeen out of twenty. Hmm. So, so basically, what mom wins, not me. No, like I'm just saying, if he didn't ruin the no, I'm joking. <laughs> I could. I, if he didn't change the idea so much, like, um, it would win for me. Uh, but I, I think right now, if I were to order it, I would say my game obviously first because it's my idea. Like that's just obvious. And then I would still do. No, it would be indeed. I would just swap me and you around. With, with, if we take the ideas as they were pitched, like I would still have Toy Boy at, at bottom. I, I, I get it. You're biased toward, towards that idea. I'm biased towards my own idea, of course. Like I, like, <laughs> I did like the, the big difference. The big difference is I would not play like the game I pitched is a game that I would play. The other ones I, I wouldn't. So, so Nigel, does your game or like your like the the pitch that you just did? Does the the car like show damage, like kind of like uh, burnout? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! It's gonna have the best car physics, best vehicle physics. All right, then yeah, that, that super would cool be, maps. That would be that would be a sell for me. Yeah, because because in my opinion, it has like like in terms of I think production when it comes to production, I think it could be nailed because you only have to think about just one thing about the cars. Mm-hmm. Are they gonna work are you gonna feel with a controller with a keyboard i don't know just how they feel how they play uh i think one of my biggest concerns is how weapons will actually work and how would players heal themselves and stuff like that you know what i mean i think yeah adding the partner will add more like variety to it like you can exactly so i think an exciting mechanic for reparations is like there's mechanics around the map and there would be like choke points basically Hmm. you know like people like there would be maybe one or two mechanics around the map and then people are always trying to like get there to repair themselves but then it creates these like wars around where the mechanics are it, it could have like pit stops or something like that some weird like for example yeah just, just some choke point that people would go to to get like here they would, yeah. yeah you can also see, set, see that's what i mean you can also yeah, like go set, ahead. Set, no i don't think it's like tracks. i wouldn't be opposed to working on such a game it's just no, no, that no, i would no. never i would never play it you know <laughs> Like, I, know, I know what you mean. You can yeah. also like set traps for other cars, yeah. like mines exactly. or, or spikes mm-hmm. and some shit. And exactly. It will be all an ambush. That would be cool. Yeah. See, you know, that, that could be... Yeah. Like it, I mean, that, that's why I was thinking... I gave it a very like skeletal version of my idea because I know we could think of more stuff if we had time. But yeah, that was basically my pitch. This is what I... I would to totally do. work on any of these three, to be honest. Yeah, I would work like, on as well. I don't really care. I don't have a preference for working on any. Like, okay, I have a preference. Like, there are the games I would like to make. However, there's a tier below that where it's like I still like making any game, basically. You want you want to have a very artistic direction. Uh, well, not no, not not even to be honest. Like, the, yeah, pro- that's good. the process that's good. the process is the same for me, and I enjoy it. You know. Yeah. However, I will enjoy the end product more if it's something that I want to work on. That's the only difference. Like, I still give the same effort and care and try and improve it as much as possible, no matter what it is, whether I enjoy it or not. But 
you know, like the one I pitched is one I would place proudly on my windows, on my, my, my fireplace or what, you know what I mean? Like the other ones is like, yeah, we're like, Oh yeah, it's cool. I worked on this, but they're not going to be like front and center of like, like I want to do something like one thing like that ever that I could work on and then I'll have it, you know? Yeah. I understand. Yeah. So imagine winning a BAFTA afterwards. Wouldn't that be cool? Best storytelling. Hey, didn't Cyberpunk win a BAFTA? I like an award. No, normally BAFTAs only go to British game companies. If, Cyber, yeah. if Cyberpunk won a BAFTA, I'll be. Wait, wait. That would be. Well, to be honest, the, car- like... the character, the character design doesn't deserve an award. To be honest. Do they have? Uh, they got nominated for a BAFTA. Cyberpunk. Yeah, Cyberpunk twenty twenty seven. For what? What one? For uh, oh no, hold on. Probably narrative, right? Uh, Cyberpunk received BAFTA. Oh my God! Stop with the ads. Uh, hold on a sec. Let me just disable my stupid ad block. Christ. So, uh, Cyberpunk received BAFTA nominations for artistic achievement and narrative. So yeah. Yeah, like it looks really good on on platforms that can run it. It looks amazing. So yeah, absolutely. Characters look sick. Absolutely deserve the part. Uh, deserve the nomination. Yeah, either way. All right, so watch out for uh, what I've titled here Mad Max Battle Royale. Coming to stories near you uh, whenever <laughs> Nigel gets in a position of power. <laughs> uh, all right, I had nothing else in the agenda today except for Hall of Fame. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about come to your mind? No, I think we can just jump into the Hall of Fame picks. Someone's eager. I got a good one this week, though. I do all have right, you. All right, we're we're almost an hour in, so like. Uh, yeah, and we have till eleven, right? Like you said. Yeah, so. I know, I know, I know. But hmm. We're an hour in, so like, if we jump into the yeah. Hall of Fame, that will also take like. Half well, hour, I feel like fifteen minutes probably, but anyway. All right, let's not argue about segment time. Uh, all right, so I'll start. So my nomination for the Hall of Fame is my new bike. Dope. Because <laughs> it's amazing, and oh yeah, just to wrap this so up, like, welcome to the Hall of Fame. If you haven't watched before. Where uh, we basically each nominate something that's topical in our lives, or just whatever we may want to put in our uh, GMCT Hall of Fame. You can go to Humam's Instagram after the uh, after the show. He'll go for the 21st, 24 hours after we upload the episode. You can go vote for which one you want to go into the Hall of Fame, and we'll reveal the answer uh, next week. Um, you mean in the next podcast? In the next episode, next month. Um, so. My nomination, of course, like I said, is my new bike. So I got a so backstory. I got a couple of stories to go with this. So we all in the Netherlands at least heard about the riots. Uh, the the Corona measures got introduced. There was a curfew at nine o'clock. Uh, the weekend or two weeks after that, there was riots in many cities. Uh, they sort of sparked off between Amsterdam and Eindhoven. The first few they got violent in Eindhoven first. That's where I live. My bike was in the city center. Um, it got burned or stolen. Either one. Either way, what happened was well, after the riots city was pretty fucked up i went into the city to get new glasses and i checked if my bike was there and it was not there so anyway that's the reason i have to get a new bike so order one online all cool uh came i had to put the pedals on align the handlebar simple stuff with some simple tools so no problem cool haven't ridden it that much probably six or seven times um but i went yeah it's a good bike it's a good bike um however this is why it should be in the hall of fame because it was Bueno in one situation earlier. Um, so basically, I was went to a friend in a different city. So I parked my bike at the station. 
went there for one night, came back, um, got on my bike, started to cycle away, pedaling, pedaling, pedaling. Then I noticed my left foot at a point didn't hit anything. It didn't hit, like there was no pedal underneath my left foot. So I was like, okay, that's weird. So I like, stopped the best I could, looked down, no pedal attached to my, like the part that, like just the plastic pedal, like the part that spins was still there, like the metal part, but there was nothing attached. So I was like, okay, has that just like not been there? Since, like, did someone steal one of my pedals? Like, has it just not been there today? Like, when I got when I came back, or did it just fall off? So, I walked back because I got a bit far. Like, I got probably fifty meters away. So I went back, and there was the pedal just like chilling on the ground. <laughs> I tried to get it back on. The hole is like it's too big now for the screw that keeps the pedal on. Like it just doesn't fit in. So I had to so I had to cycle home using one pedal and then just resting my foot on the metal bar and like spinning. The bar with my foot instead of having actually anything to rest it on. So I live about a six minute cycle away from the city. It took me like almost 20 minutes and I was covered in sweat because I basically pedaled home, which is like two kilometers with one foot on one leg. So my bike goes into the Hall of Fame for being fucking useless. <laughs> well, you managed to fix it. Right. Not yet, not yet. But is it, is it fixable? It's for sure fixable. I just have not fixed it yet. It just wasn't fixable with my bare hands, that's all. Like, while I was at the station. And I had to get back because the curfew was soon. And I also oh. I just bought, I bought food as well, which is warm, that I wanted to eat when I got home. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, fuck it. Just gotta go. So yeah. My shitty bike is a nomination for the whole thing. God. Why, why did I applaud it in the beginning? <laughs> um, so my nomination is Banana Bread. Banana bread, okay. Um, Kalina, uh, has, like the past couple of weeks, she's been making banana bread, but she's like been improving it every time. And, and and I get to be the test subject and it's amazing. Like every time she nails it. And I've never eaten banana bread until, you know, she made it. So big, big shout out to my girlfriend Kalina for making banana bread. And you guys have to try it. It's so good and easy to make. Tell her to make us some banana bread, then. Yeah, if you guys come over to grow now, <laughs> but... I, will, I will never return. <laughs> exactly, you guys will never come. I can bring. I think uh, I might turn. I may turn to dust. Well, well, we'll talk about that after we finish recording. Um, all right. I, I think I may turn to dust if uh, I step foot in Grano again. Okay. We can, so, uh, we, can, we can buy Tyrone to say it. You know the the, the black dude. Which one? <laughs> we can buy, we can buy the <laughs> black dude. No, 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 no. Oh, oh my god, no. Oh, oh, my god. Whoa. What was his name? Oh, I'm so I would have thought as a person of color you'd be more sensitive, my good Jesus. Cut this, cut this, please, for the love of God. Cut what I said. <laughs> that's racist. Yeah, that sounded super bad. Cut it, cut it, please, for the love oh, of God. It'll be, oh, come on. It's no, 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 it's not fun. Sorry. Who is the dude? He was a meme. He's a meme. He's like this African dude. He just. <laughs> You think you are going to graduate from this college without kissing my coat? His name, his name, Big Man Tyrone, Big Man Tyrone. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh my God, if I he's famous, he's a famous meme. What he, what he does, he he takes, uh, I know him, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He takes uh, requests from people to say random stuff. Oh, this guy. And he he just says it. How much does he charge? Because we should totally do it. He's on Fiverr. I don't know. He's on fire, yeah. Just okay, ask big him. man Tyrone. Big man Tyrone. His name Fiber. is Big. Uh, 
It's a cool one. Uh, I found them. Oh, okay. Uh, of 40 euro. No, is it? 300 euro? No. 40 euro, I think. Let's see. He will do an authentic spokesperson video with a monitor. So I think it's this one. I don't want that, though. He will, All right. He I'll, will I'll, I will... Because uh, it's, only, it's only welcome to the GMTT. He will write Central an Station or loan business plan, including market research. Uh, I, I, mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe he is—he's pretty good at it. But like, why would I hire him to like hire a random guy to like? And he so says like, he says he's only a not class it, video actor, so he's not, he doesn't even say that he's like fucking it, good with business or marketing. It's only nine words. So I may message him and just ask him. Yeah, I will. I'm going to message him later and ask him like, hey, like, do you like do you have a different price for audio or is it the same price for like audio video? Doesn't matter. No, it needs to be him. It needs to be the video. And it's no, we just we, and it's with a monitor, the so we can send him the the GMCT uh, picture. That oh yeah, we have true. Now. Okay, then... yeah. So it's forty euro. We all put in thirteen euro each. We can get him. Let's think about it after the podcast. Think about it. All right, all right. He's wearing a suit. Okay. Uh, so, Michael, banana bread. Do you have anything to add about banana bread? No, it's just very good. I, I encourage everyone to bake one. Potato man. Um, sorry, there's a lot of. <laughs> what the hell was that? Homer's trying to sneak in somewhere, and he's my my inductee from last time, Homer Simpson. Yeah, best um, character. Yeah, of he, was television. Trying, he was trying to sneak in to something somewhere, and then he's like. Trying to find into the disguise, he just picks up a sack of potatoes and puts on a hat, walks up to the door. I feel like it's a U2 concert that he's trying to sneak into. And he just goes up to the... Wow, okay. Yeah, it's a U2 concert, so he picks up a sack of potatoes with a hat because they're Irish, walks up to the security guard and just goes, Potato Man! And the security guard goes, Oh my god, where have you been? And then that's the <laughs> Anyway, uh, Humam, your Hall of Fame nomination. Alright, uh, mine is uh, The Boys, the TV show. The boys. Okay. I've uh, I've talked also about a TV show the last time. The reason I'm nominating again because I watched it. I watched the pilot recently again, and one of my friends, one of my friends, is watching it now, and he's like, marking out, bro, to me about like everything that is going on. And I believe that it's a show that is extremely underrated because I don't think it's underrated. Well, you. I think it's I think it's sufficiently rated. Well, it's to you. That's your no, favorite. I think in the wider world, it's sufficiently rated. Well, I'm most of the people that I've like talked to about it were really like into it, except you. Exactly. So, so it's, it's you. I, I'm really into it. What are you talking about? I'm what not, are you talking about? You're not as into it as the other people that I know. Like you're okay, not... but that means but that means it's sufficiently rated. What is sufficiently rated? If something is underrated, it means people don't like it, and it's really good. No, I'm not saying people don't like it. I meant like people don't know about it. Like it's not people know about it though. It's not really. I haven't watched it. Not really. I dis I disagree with you that it's underrated. Not really. A lot of people. Just my camera, uh, my phone. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any more battery. So okay, well, just just leave. Don't don't stop shaking your camera. Leave it the way it is. Nice frame. No, fucking no. Leave it the, the way it is, please. It's good. Oh, bruh, bruh. What the fuck? I was putting it. lip on. You could have left it there. and that You should have left it there. The end of no, the it, it does it automatically in my life. All right, well, just put it... You know, I'm just in the edit, just put it there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fuck! It's such a weird frame. <laughs> exactly. 
Okay. Anyway, I disagree. I, I think it's a really great show. Like one of the, it's in my top probably fifteen to ten, top fifteen ten shows ever. So I really like it. I don't know why you think I don't really like it, reason, but I think it's very great. I'm nominating it because uh, a lot of people are fans of The Boys, Butcher and Frenchie mostly. Uh, I don't like but, Butcher because it's common. A lot of people are missing out. I mean, when I, I'm missing out on, in my opinion, the best of the most character in the show, which is Homelander. Kimiko! 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 No! Kimiko, what are you doing? I don't know why he sounds like. Mexican though. <laughs> anyway, anyway, you got to read the subtext a lot, and I think the subtext of the boys is about sex. <laughs> yes, and I'm not gonna. Anyway, anything after that, home, home, No, I'm just, just gonna leave. You done? I, that was a joke, but I genuinely think a lot of it is about sex. I think so. Like they all have some weird sex shit, you know? Yes. Homelander's got it. Levi- All right. Le- levitating sex. Uh, breast milk. <laughs> breast milk. Uh, having having sex with a hundred year old woman. With a hundred year old woman. And also with a dude who uh, is shape shifting into his crush. Uh, sexually and, harassing a woman. And also being into himself. So I don't know if you knew this, sorry, Humam, but and I'm going to spoil something that happens in like one of the first episodes, Nigel. So if you don't want to hear it, mute me. Yeah. So spoiler, spoiler, ah, so spoiler, ah. so spoiler warning for the boys, and and genuinely a trigger warning as well. Yeah. So the the scene. So obviously you know the scene where like, um, what's the guy's name again? The aquatic guy. Butcher. No, the aquatic guy. The oh, aqua guy. The deep, the deep. The deep. So you know the scene where the deep, um, like forces. Uh, what can I think of her name? I can't think of any character's names then. Starlight to suck his dick, right? Yeah. Or he he rapes her basically. Yeah. Well, in the in the comic book of the boys, that's yeah. a gang rape where all the men in the in I the seven come and, and rape her. Like what the fuck? I know. What the hell? Yeah, they tuned. Is that... They toned it down a lot because like there's also yeah. another scene from Homelander where like it's said it's his most gruesome scene in like in the comics where he kills trigger warning kills a pregnant woman and then eats the dead fetus. Fuck. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's a great yeah. show. It's a great show. <laughs> it's a great show though. <laughs> Mine is dead. Yeah. No, no, no. Like that would that's partially like because you know which characters that they are, you know? Yeah. Like Homelander is Captain America. Like I'm just like Captain America slash Superman. He's like the leader, you know, he's like he embodies those two characters and like the deep is Aquaman and like the Flash. Like it just shows you it's like sort of like these are the repercussions for superheroes. Yep. Basically. Uh, I also I also like the fact that uh they are they're like the elite and like it's almost treated as a corporation. Like they if you're like in the elite then you'll be in the seven, which is like the the Avengers basically. But like there's a shit ton of superheroes around the world just like working independently and then like you can just uh do an audition to be in the seven. And you'll have like a PR team and a marketing team, and it's fucking ridiculous, but I also like it. Hmm. I like there's uh, I don't know why I I laughed at it, but one of the storylines is one of the marketing guys for the seven had sex with the, the one of the an old soup that like freezes when she, <laughs> when she has an orgasm, so his penis like gets frozen and he gets cut off. 
<laughs> like it's a scene where he's like in like group therapy and he's talking about it. But I don't know why it looks so funny and it sounds so <laughs> funny. Which is the same guy who was in the pilot episode of It's Always Sunny, my last uh, podcast inductee. Oh yeah. Mm. All, All right. right. So the three nominations to recap are my bike, Nigel, Nigel's girlfriend's banana bread. <laughs> And the boys from Humam. So please head over to Instagram slash on Humam. Link in the description. Link in the description. Please vote. We will reveal the answers next time. Maybe if anyone has any funny remarks about them, you could leave a little comment box there as well. Read some of them out. Um, you could send some... Uh, some. If you're a girl, then you can send some uh, money. Uh, if, if you're a boy, send, picture, send nudes, please. Send a picture of your ass, please. Uh, so, like, not, send, the, not the cheeks, just the whole. Yeah, send a picture of an unbroken ass so, like, Nigel can know the feeling of. Yeah, the, Nigel. Um, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. It's, it's tradition in Bulgaria just to have a, bu- have a, have a butt plug in from the age of, like, nine, <laughs> nine months or something. All right. Anything else you guys want to get on to before we call it a day on this podcast? How's your hemorrhoids, Nigel? I just doing well. I had a burrito yesterday, actually, and my fucking shits have been frequent and water, frequent and watery today. Yummy, yum. <laughs> You're. I mean, Nigel was the one who sends fucking weird videos of a guy. Yeah, Nigel is just. You're the what disgusting the one. What, what videos am I the one sharing? Where like, what, the one where like, oh, put the phone down and you can see how, you're, how you look on top and then her plastic eye falls and like a guy eats it. <laughs> Nigel actually just sends pictures of the porn he's watching. He's like, oh, hey guys, check this out. It's uh, pretty hot. He's like, I spanked yeah, yeah. it this three times today already. I want us to share the same feeling, dude. I've got a feeling, dude. Do, do, do. I'm high on believing. Do, 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 do. Now we're I, I guess we can wrap this up, fellas. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, don't forget to smash the like button, decimate the subscribe button, fucking flick that notification bell, and uh, <laughs> and um, subscribe, nice to subscribe to PewDiePie. Subscribe. Oh my uh, god. Old. Our links in the description. Uh, link to our uh, Instagram accounts. Especially it, better be Rob, my, it better be my Instagram account, actually, this Rob, time. Rob's account is fairly accurate, so like you can. Listen, you're sending unwanted negativity to that poor teenager. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you next month. Peace out. See ya. Peace.